You're listening to the American Window Cleaning Magazine podcast. Today we have on board with us uh, Henry Grover from New Hampshire. He is a member of the IWCA Glass Committee, and we're going to be talking about uh, developing products that work with coatings today. Henry, uh, how are you doing up there in New Hampshire today? Not too bad. Doing great today, Mike. Good, good. It's good to see you. Yeah, um, we we uh, talked a lot about uh, developing products that uh, will work and will assist with uh, the the cleaning of these uh, coatings that are out there in the marketplace. Um, in your opinion, what type of products need to be developed? Uh, are, are new products need to be developed for uh, these types of situations? Well, definitely. There's definitely a need for these products because very few people have addressed the metal coatings on glass or the low-E coatings, both the soft and the hard coat. So we're really looking for products for maintenance cleaning, restoration, and protection of both the low-E hard and soft coated surface. All right. But isn't it, I mean, don't we have uh, quite a few products already out on the market? I mean, what, what, what's different about or what, what do we need differently? Well, we definitely do have products out there, but none that have been specifically addressing the metal coatings. I believe we do have some maintenance cleaners that have a pH that's close enough to neutral to adequately maintain coated surfaces. But as soon as these windows that we're working on, these coatings, become stained from organic pollutants, mineral deposits, or construction debris, such as paint, stucco, or concrete sealants, or concrete for that matter, the job then ceases to become a window cleaning job, and it becomes a restoration project. In fact, many times it's quite an intensive project. No longer window cleaning. We're talking restoration at this point. And this requires special products which have not yet been developed specifically for this type of service. Okay. So we're talking about new products then that are needing to be developed specifically uh, to be able to uh, clean things off of glass that uh, wouldn't or wouldn't or shouldn't normally be there, uh, and specifically with these metal coatings. Yes, absolutely. Not glass. We're talking about a metal coating here, a metal surface, not glass at all. It is true that we have sealants that work well on glass and coated surfaces, but those sealants, now we're talking about sealants, not necessarily restoration, but those sealants that work best on glass have been designed specifically for glass, hence they actually react with glass surfaces chemically and bond to them. I'm still looking for products that have been developed specifically for coated surfaces, such that after we do the restoration of the surface and we remove these contaminants, we need to be able to seal the surface in some way such that it becomes much, much easier to maintain in the future. If we were dealing with hard water deposits, for example, we know they're going to reform absolutely. In the case of concrete, not so much. Paint, not so much. But water spots, if nobody wants to remove their sprinkler heads, these deposits are going to reform. So we need to be able to seal the surface after it has been restored. Okay. So a cleaner and then a sealer. So what do you see as the main difference between um, glass and these uh, coatings that are on the glass? What's the difference there? Well, very simply, coated surfaces are metallic, whereas glass is a mineral. So there is a difference, a radical difference, in the chemistry of the surface. This means that different chemical solutions will react differently with each one. 
Also, it's very true that coated surfaces have a tendency to scratch so much easier than glass. This means that razor blades and sub-quality super abrasive particles or abrasive particles are absolutely impossible to use on coated surfaces. In developing a product, for example, that would remove paint from a coated surface, we must choose a chemical that will soften the paint without attacking the metallic coating and choose an abrasive or a super abrasive blend that will not create scratches. And these scratches can be so fine that they only show up in the direct sunlight on a very, very sunny day, usually the second story, but are invisible otherwise. So if we have a cloudy day, you wouldn't necessarily see them, but you're creating them over every square inch of the glass. Yeah, and you mentioned in the article that uh, you wrote for AWC in our last uh, last um, edition uh, in the Glass Files uh, deal there that you said that uh, you mentioned a word, compositionals. Now, what exactly are these compositionals that you mentioned in that article? Well, uh, compositionals are essentially super abrasive or even abrasive particles, which are based on plastics, walnut shell, corn cob, or other carbon-based particles. They differ from other particles which are based on minerals. So we're talking about a particle that's actually much softer than the minerals, softer than silica, softer than diamond, absolutely, softer than zirconium oxide, but not so soft that they will not take off whatever debris we're, we're working with here. Uh, they can't be harder than glass or even as hard as glass. So they have to be halfway between the two. They have to be softer than glass, but they have to be harder than whatever it is we're trying to take off the glass. But of course, in this case, we're not talking about glass. We're talking about metal coating, which many times is approximately the same hardness as glass, by the way. Okay. So which, which of these particles will scratch the glass and which of them won't? This is the key question that you just asked. The only way, and I reemphasize, the only way to really know which will scratch and which will not scratch, we can have our theories, but the only way to really know is by testing whatever it is we have against whatever coating we're working on. So these coatings are different. They're, they have different names, and they have different hardnesses. They have different properties, physical and also chemical. The only way to really know what's going to work and what's not going to work, what's going to scratch and what's not going to, is to test. We have to test each one. And that's going to take some time, but uh, it has to be done. It's true that particle powders, which are too high, too big, or not pure enough, will scratch. But this is a brand new area of concern. So there's plenty of room for manufacturers to get involved here. Uh, there's also virtually no competitive products on the market to accomplish this, which makes it easier to attain the profit margin that a manufacturer needs to create uh, to sell the products that they've come up with, to make a sufficient enough profit to make that product viable. All right, so we're talking about really developing these products 
Um, and of course, uh, you guys on the uh, the glass committee and that are are involved with with some of the sciences as well. But this is a very specialty market, is it not? It absolutely is, and I reemphasize that word specialty because once again, once you develop a product that's going to be able to accomplish this, the window cleaner would be able to go in with confidence, do a test for the building owner or the the uh, maintenance company and show them what can actually be accomplished. And they can even show them what kind of damage would be done if they were to use the wrong product. And they can pull out a product that's bad, show them on a sample piece. And that will plainly demonstrate that they have the correct product. So... Yeah, many of these coatings and things they are uh, somewhat proprietary too, right? They're different. They're they're different name brands. They're different uh, coatings that they're putting on different types of glass. So that's quite a bit of testing that would have to be done in order to establish which products would work on which coatings. Well, yes and no. If you have a situation where there's a building there in front of you and you need to deal with the problem, all you have to do is find a way to get a sample of that that coating mm. from the manufacturer and then do a test right there on that coating. All of the testing that I've done over the years has always been on brand new windows, brand new glass. And then after that, after I tested on these surfaces and determined that it's perfectly safe, then I go to the building and I'll do a test on the building to see if it's capable of getting whatever it is they are. But yes, absolutely. Uh, we we can test them. We can test them on some glass that we might get from the manufacturer. If it works there, it's going to work on the building because we're putting it on the same exact type of surface. Yeah. So this is uh, really something, so far as the industry is concerned, it's, it's interesting because it's changed uh, quite a bit in the last several years. I mean, if you start putting product on glass other than soap and water and a squeegee of course um you really you really kind of need to have a little wherewithal and a little knowledge behind you as to what's going on is is that right absolutely it is a specialty field but it is a potentially very lucrative field too Mm -hmm. you can make a lot more money doing this i've heard of restoration jobs out there where guys are charging depending upon the size of the building and how long it takes to get the stain off and we're just talking hard water deposits now they're getting anywhere from 25 to a hundred thousand dollars per building and it's saving the building owner many many tens of thousands of dollars usually it's in the vicinity of 25 to 40 percent replacement costs Right. So there's, there's a fantastic opportunity here. We're not just talking about window cleaning. We're not talking about a $5,000 window cleaning job. We're talking about a dollars $75,000 $75, restoration job. Right. And that, so the, the where the money comes in in this is that if they cannot restore it, they're basically looking at replacement. So when you say 25 to 40%, you're talking about 25 to 40% of replacement cost, which is still a tremendous savings value for the customer because otherwise they're looking at replacement. Absolutely correct, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah. And now yeah. if you look at a product, if you look at a product and that product might cost you a buck or five bucks per ounce or whatever the case uh, the product, the cost of the product is going to easily be covered. Sure, sure. So why hasn't anybody developed this yet? I think that the manufacturers see this as too much of a specialty field. But 
I don't see it as such. If you are targeting buildings like this, and there's a lot of coated glass out there. I mean, take a look, for example, at these solar panels. Mm-hmm. Most window cleaners don't realize that these solar panels are all coated. There's a special coating on those panels. And if they happen to get stained by hot water deposits or something else, paint, concrete, whatnot, how are you going to be able to remove those deposits without doing damage to the metal coating? And as window cleanings, we're doing more and more of these solar panels every day. In fact, right above me is 72 solar panels, and I'm living in the state of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So they're going crazy. Well, it certainly has uh, become more and more of a problem. The IWCA Glass Committee, of course, is uh, doing research all the time on these different coatings, on different uh, surfaces of the glass, trying to determine uh, different things. Uh, anything new and exciting from the Glass Committee that you can share? All I can tell you is this. There's some really fantastic stuff that's going down this time around. And I think that everybody will be very, very excited to hear about it. We're really developing or with the help of with the help of scientists we're mm-hmm. developing some very incredible breakthroughs so keep posted I very can't, good I can't, can't tell you anything right now but all right that sounds good that's fair so the iwca glass committee i know that they're doing some research with penn state and uh, got some exciting uh, things come out of that so uh we'll look forward to those results and um And also, we'll look forward to uh, seeing your next article in AWC Magazine. We really appreciate uh, you coming on board with us today, Henry. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, feel free to subscribe and also leave a review. And you can read us anytime at awcmag.com.